Welcome to the 19th episode of Let's Conquer Books. Charles William Eliot said, Books are the quietest and most constant of friends. They are the most accessible and wisest of counselors, and the most patient of teachers. In this episode, I talk about how the book, The One Thing, helps you read with more focus. Take the pressure off remembering everything you read, have purpose and joy while reading, and have an arsenal of knowledge. So let's get into it. I'm Alexander the Great Reader, and this is a podcast where we read, study lessons, and build our inner power because we know the next level we are going to reach doesn't tolerate cowards. Now, I'm going to start with the Pareto Principle. It's an economic principle by an Italian economist called Vilfredo Pareto, where he said 80% of effects come from 20% of the causes. To give you an example, I'm going to use sales. So there's this company that has a product line or a service, many services, but 80% of their sales come from 20% of a service or product that they offer. You can even, in that same organization, you can look at the sales team and you say 20% of the salesmen in this team create 80% of the sales. You can even say the region. You say, let's analyze reasons. And you say 80% of our sales come from 20% of these regions. And you can keep going deeper and deeper. And it applies to many, many aspects of life that you can apply this Parado principle. So Gary Keller, the author of The One Thing, he owns Keller Williams Realty, um, the real estate firm. You know, he took the Parado principle and went deeper. And this helped him big, one, build the biggest or one of the biggest real estate franchises in the world. You've probably seen their franchises around your neighborhood. So he just kept digging into that 20% because he was like, wow, 20% of what I do creates 80% of my results. So he went deeper until he got to the one thing that was helping him. To give you an example, say there's a hundred things he does during the month to make his business successful, but 20 of those things are creating 80% of his results. So he goes, okay, let's look at the 20% of the 20 things. So now he's down to four things that create almost 80% of the results. Now, out of those four things, he analyzes them and he says, out of those four things, There's one thing that creates 80% of his results. And now he's down to the one thing. And he takes this one thing and it's the most important thing that he concentrates on. So this is important because this applies to books. I want you to think about this whole concept while you're reading. So the first strategy would be, okay, this is why you're going to just concentrate on one thing in each book. You're not going to be like, I have to remember this whole book or apply this whole book, take massive amounts of notes. No, this is the strategy. Strategy number one, 
when you're just concentrating on one thing that you're going to take from this book, one thing you're going to apply, one thing you remember, one thing you're going to hold on forever. The first strategy, it helps you to be more focused when you're reading. So while you're reading, you're just looking to take away one thing from the book. So while you're reading, you're just looking for a pattern in the message of the book. Like, okay, I see this one thing keeps coming up. I think this is what is the one thing I'm going to remember or apply. It helps you to be aware what your mind keeps telling you while you're reading. So you're reading this book and something is just pulling at you. Something keeps speaking to you and it's like, this is the one thing that I'm going to remember. And to give you an example, I just read a book that's almost 600 pages called Enlightenment Now by Steven Pinker. And he goes over so many reasons why we live in the best time ever to live. So that was my one thing. This whole book just reinforced the message that we live in the best time to be alive. That's my one thing I took from that book. The second strategy is it takes off the pressure of trying to apply or know everything you read in a book. Because all you're looking for is one thing to take away from the book. So you don't need to stop to take notes or underline certain things, which is a good practice. But for me, I just like keep reading and reading and reading. You don't know. You don't need to feel overwhelmed by the content. You're just reading so much good stuff. You're like, oh, I want to apply this. I want to apply that. And but inside you're like, man, I'm probably not going to apply none of this. All you have to do is just one thing, one thing. So you're like, oh, OK, I'm just going to look for that one thing. An example recent one is I just read Fool by Randomness. There's so much good knowledge and content in that book. It's so amazing how smart Nassim Taleb is. He's the author of Fool by Randomness. But the strategy of one thing, you know what I took that by it? Is that something happens randomly in your life and you can't think that, oh, this is going to happen again or this is going to happen again. You're just you're not going to be fooled by that. That's what I took about it. And the whole book reinforced that for me. The third strategy is that it gives you purpose and joy while you're reading. So when you read with books, with the only purpose is to get one thing, that gives you purpose. Now the whole book becomes, I need this one thing. I need this one thing. I need to get one thing out of this book. There's your purpose. And you're also reading more joyfully because you must get to that one thing and then go apply that one thing. So you're, you're happy. You're like, I'm going to get this one thing. You get the one thing and you know you can apply one thing. Now, the fourth strategy is having one thing from each book adds up. And what I mean by that is, let's say you read five books a year and you take away one thing, that's five tools, skills, knowledge that you have for the rest of your life. You do that for 10 years, that's 50 things you have in your life. And that's powerful. These books are written by people who have dedicated to life to a certain subject, to a certain science, to a certain psychology, to a certain neuroscience, to a certain motivational aspect, certain mindset. You have all this. You keep adding and adding, benefiting from these amazing people who pour their lives into this book. And you spend hours with them reading this book and you're taking that one thing. So by adding one thing from each book in time, you build an arsenal of one things. The one thing you will take away will, will be powerful. 
always because that's the one thing that jumps out to you and you can see yourself using and you can see yourself applying. An example in my life is Carol DeWick's Mindset. That book was amazing. And the one thing I took out of that book is having a growth mindset. Any challenge in my life is just an opportunity for me to learn. That's what I took away. There's a lot of great things in that book. But that was the one thing. Grit by Angela Duckworth. I need to persevere. Anybody who's successful, just persevere. That's the one thing. Ryan Holiday's obstacle is the way. The one thing I took of that is anything that is causing friction, causing me to fail, causing me to have stress, that means that it's good for me. It's building change. It's building strength. There's a lot of good things of just going towards that obstacle. Anti-Fragile, another Nassim Teller book that I love, is kind of what obstacle is the way is anything that's causing friction, causing pain, suffering, whatever you're trying to achieve in your life. It's building you to become anti-fragile, meaning you can just go through all kinds of things in your life and you just keep pushing through. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Your mind is powerful. What you think about constantly, what you're feeding your mind, what you're, it's, it's very important. You have to be in control of your consciousness. Outliers. You see that outliers, people who do great things, we look, they're just normal people who just got lucky, but lucky in a way that they just kept going towards the obstacle, have a building anti-fragileness. The 10x rule by Cardone, Grant Cardone. You know, I took one thing that you got to make your goals bigger than you, you initially wanted them to be because let's say you don't reach them, you're probably further than the original goal. So if my goal is to read 100 books, my, my goal is actually to read 20 books, make the goal 100 books. And if you fail... And you only get to 60, you still read 60, more than 30. That was the one thing I took from it. I could go on and on and on. Blink by Malcolm Gladwell, another one. That helps me in school, where that book just talks about how there, you read and study all these things. You have this intuition that just tells you right away in a blink of an eye. And you should always listen to that intuition. So when I take tests at school, I just, whatever I write down, I stick with it and keep going. I keep going. And I get good results. So that's it. Just get the one thing out of each book you read. And I promise you, your life will transform. And the compound effect of that, which is another book, and the one thing I took from that book, is going to be amazing in your life. Now, my reading challenge is 100 books this year. I'm at 59 books, which is great. I think I'm going to read more than I plan to. But that leaves room for me to reading bigger books. I'm reading a thousand page book right now. So it leaves room for that because I'm on a good pace. Let's connect on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All the links are on the description. Please subscribe. Let's be friends. Let's communicate. Let's build each other. And that's about it. Catch you on the next one. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or any other platform that has podcasts so you don't miss the next episode where I talk about why you should read two old books for every new book you read. <laughs>